RJ Bell from pregame.com joins us every Friday this time. We try and get the winners. Uh, how did Vegas do last week with, with all the, the favorites winning and, and I think all of them covering, right, RJ? Yeah, that's right. And uh, unusual for sure. We know more favorites are bat in the playoffs because there's more recreational batters. But it's surprising. It was still neutral, even a net win for the books. And the reason is, and this is the cautionary tale for the listeners, if you're betting every game and you're playing teasers and parlays and you know buying points, there's just so many ways to kind of do the wrong thing from a professional perspective if you're looking to win, that even when the favorites win, the books end up making a little bit of money. Now, they did lose a lot of money on Monday night also with Clemson. That was a bad result for them, especially with all the money line action. People just betting Clemson to win the game. So Monday was a really good night for the batters. Well, Vegas will likely still remain open despite uh, what took place on Monday night. Seattle. That, that's the best bet of the week. Yes. Seattle and Atlanta, they get things started tomorrow afternoon. The Seahawks are getting five points. What do we like? I find this one fascinating because on one hand, I think Atlanta's underrated. This One of the stats that people in Vegas love, the real sharps, is yards per play. The reason for that is if you just have counting stats, how many yards you've given up, the pace of the game is so important. Like Houston, for example, jumping ahead real quick, number seven yards per play defense, number one yardage. So because they have a slower pace, they're much better in the raw count than they are yards per play. Well, Atlanta, best net yards per play in the NFL. I think they're better than people think. On the other hand, this seems to be the perfect position for Seattle. This is a team that's so good late in the year, December or later, 25 and 12 against the spread. Now, why is that? Because Seattle is typically a very physical team. Physical teams do better late in the year. Also, speaking of being physical, and, and this is the, I think, the undercover factor of the week. During the regular season, Seattle used a fullback. So a power run game with a fullback, about 10% of plays on offense. Last week, they used a, a, run, a fullback for 44% of plays. Now, one of the reasons for that is Marcel Reese, formerly of the Raiders, all pro. He got signed by Seattle in the offense now. So I don't think it was just a one-week aberration last week, them going to the power game, Seattle, but rather I think this is a fundamental change. And to me, it's the biggest thing to watch for in this game. Do they stay in that power-type situation physically on offense? If so, Atlanta's D against the run is not strong. Yad it up, I would lean towards Seattle taking the five in this game. Are you willing to lay 15 and a half for New England? No. And the best way for you to know for sure, the Sharps are on Houston and, and the, the recreational betters are on New England, is if you look at, you know, up at pregame.com, other sites, they have, uh, uh, and we have an odd screen where there's multiple sports books. Some sports books take more professional betters, some sports books more recreational betters. If you look at the recreational sports books, they're up to 17 on this game. And if you look at the sharper sports books, the professionals, they're down to 15. So it really shows you this is a sharp versus squares divide, and the sharps are on Houston. Now, listen, they don't love Houston. Right. But when you're getting this many points, yeah. 
You know, it, it, you don't have to win the game, obviously. Yeah, I mean, they could be down 22 points at the end of the game, get a backdoor cover. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, I will say this, though. Double-digit favorites in the playoffs tend to do better than re the regular season. We talked about that with Pittsburgh last week because the teams are the favorites during the regular season. There's questionable motivation, but during the post, because they're such a big favor, they might be looking ahead. You're not getting that in the playoffs. Last thing, though, this is the biggest spread. New England, 15-and-a-half over Houston this century yeah. in the NFL playoffs. Steelers at Kansas City. I actually, it's another pros versus Joes or sharps versus squares. The public just loves the Steelers. They're football sexy. Yeah, that offense and Le'Veon Bell and, 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 and Brown, the receiver, and and it makes sense, right? Because they, they are so exciting to watch. No doubt about it. On the other hand, Kansas City is, you know, they tie their shoes right and they grind it out. So, now, not to say Pittsburgh's not the better team because we've talked about it for years now that home field's worth three. Right. So, the fact that we have KC favored by one and a half is a sign that Pittsburgh's the better team. Um. Here's a stat you're not going to hear elsewhere. Steelers outside of the Eastern time zone, <laughs> 6 and 14 against the spread. So they don't travel well, and they particularly don't travel well when it's a longer trip, right? 30% against the spread. And then this is a stat you've probably heard, but I'm going to add the Vegas angle. Andy Reid, career off a of bye, 19 and 2 straight up. Wow. All right, now that's 3 and 0 in the playoffs, 16 and 2 regular season, and that's 16 and 5 against the spread. So 19 and 2 straight up, 16 and 5 against the spread. Now when you're when when you've had a bye 21 times and you've won 19 of them and you're only laying one and a half points, which means you pretty much just have to win the game, that's a pretty strong trend. So I would lean Kansas City. I got 40 seconds here, RJ. Green Bay getting four and a half in Dallas. What do we got? I would say it's my pick of the week, not the million-dollar pick because right. there's only four games. I like Dallas here. I think this is a perfect example of recency bias. Everyone has seen Green Bay look amazing. They've won seven straight must-win games, looked great last week, and I think people are just forgetting the fact that Dallas was the best team in the NFC this year. Home field's three. This is only four, four and a half. I think there's real value on the Cowboys. Excellent job, RJ. Thanks a lot. You too. Thank you.